Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? So, I don't know if it's the weather, I don't know if it's the change in states, it's now like grainier and cold, I don't know if I'm sick, but I got a, nas- I got a nasally throat. I can hear it. Yeah, I've been coughing a storm up lately. Every two seconds, it's either freezing or it's hot. Or it's just that the Boston Celtics are stressing me out so much that I can't handle a thing. I can barely function, Chris. Uh, I think it's probably the latter. <laughs> I So, let's just get right into it. That was my transition. We're going right into it. Game game six, or game five. Game six is tonight. Game five, that might have been like the worst night of my, my life in a while. It, recently, it was tough, you know? Um, we, we literally were just talking before the game about how they were so good in the fourth quarter. Yep. And then yep. the wheels came off. So this was the opposite of every other Celtics game. They were great mm-hmm. in all three of the first quarters. Excellent, even. Probably the best basketball they've played in a long time. And then fourth quarter came along, and they just forgot how to score points. Mm-hmm. They Well, and even, like, it's not even the whole fourth quarter either because they were still in yes. the position to win the game with a minute left. I know. So yeah. you could throw away the other 11 minutes and just focus on that one minute. And That minute was probably one of the worst minutes of Celtics basketball I've seen in a long time. <laughs> they reverted directly. I thought I was watching it on Christmas Day when they were facing the Bucks because it seemed like mm-hmm. the same offense. It seemed like they didn't know what they were doing. And I don't, I just don't, I don't understand how how that type of stuff happens. Like you had, you had the Jalen Brown minute where Jalen Brown's hitting everything and doing all of his ISO ball, and that's all good and fun until he starts missing, and then mm-hmm. then you're supposed to stop that and go back to what was working the whole game. I got, right. I, I I gotta tell, I went to bed at ten thirty that night. I I couldn't function. I tried to play a game of uh, also. That my mistake was trying to play a game of Madden afterwards. Don't know why I would ever succumb myself to that sort of anger. That's just salt in the wound. No, oh, it was yeah, it was like a pile of salt in an <laughs> open wound that was gushing blood still. Um, and like we, the they can't be wasting these types of games where they ha- they're in position to win like this. Uh, I hope like I'm I'm hoping tonight. They they have I mean they have to win they have to win tonight, and in Milwaukee they've done it before they did it in Game Four and they it just this just seems like this doesn't seem like the type of game where the t- the troops the troops rally behind this game. There's no Does one rally like that kind of game. It doesn't no I because I don't know and I like the quote I liked what they were saying after the game they were saying like oh we could come out here and pout and you know say like we messed up and stuff like that but we just know we got to get better and. That's, I guess, maybe they are, hopefully, hopefully they're rallying behind this loss, but mm-hmm. it's just such a deflating loss. We had it. You had it in the bag with a, with literally 30 seconds left, you had it, and they mm-hmm. couldn't get a rebound to save the game. Yeah. Well, and then also you had, you had the ball down one with basically, you had the last shot, right? Marcus Dumb really came in. And I'm not sure why he was the one who's taking the shot. So because I know that that's not the play that they had drawn up. So they had two plays. They had the one where they they call the timeout. They come out and they Marcus Smart drives to the basket because the play gets busted and Drew Holiday blocks the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. 
that great play. Great play by Drew. And look, it wasn't what they drew up. And you can blame Marcus Smart all you want. It was a busted play. He had a wide open go. He was going to the hoop. And he just got blocked. But mm-hmm. the play that sucks afterwards is after the Bucks get their next bucket. They're down by three. Tatum is screaming down the court, wide open. And Smart is trying, I guess he was trying to give it to him. But Drew Holiday just came up and yep. swiped the ball right from his face. And what a, what a clean swipe. The fact that that wasn't a foul and the block wasn't a foul. Two clean swipes and two clean defensive plays that... I, I just sat there def- dumbfounded. Yeah, I mean, it sucks when <clears throat> it, it happened to the Caps on, uh, what was it, Monday night, where mm-hmm. you have the game in your back pocket, you're ready to go up in the series, and then you just have a collective stroke as a team, and everything falls apart, and then what do you do? Because you're right, like you were saying earlier, it's hard to rally around. Like, what do you even say after the game? You're like that, you know, we're not going to pout, but it's going to have an effect on them. And especially going to Milwaukee. That's the other thing. If this was in Milwaukee, I'd be feeling, I'd be fine. I'd be like, all right, they blew it. They blew to Milwaukee, whatever. But this was at home. This is, you have to finish at home with five minutes left and you're up by 10. You got to finish that. Mm -hmm. The, and I was like, just telling I was like, while I was watching the game, I was like, all right. Like, even towards the end, when it was getting scary, the Bucks were coming back. I was like, all we got to do is keep matching buckets. If we keep matching buckets mm-hmm. and holding them two pointers, that's fine with me. And then all of a sudden, Bobby Portis is nailing a three pointer in my face. And look, they're the champs. That's how the champs play. They don't get defeated. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the last person to get defeated. And Giannis is on a whole new level. Like, this is. I, I will also say, Giannis playing with the cut on his eye was. Oh awesome yeah that was pretty badass he is become like he I, I don't know he needs to win a couple more championships first but he is in this like apex of how we thought of lebron in the mid 2000s where he could just yeah. carry a team like they don't have middleton this series should be over mm-hmm. that and Giannis is single-handedly carrying this team with like 34 points a game right and we can say like the 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 role players have played well which they have and yeah. they need that to win the series but at the end of the day, they are role players. Mm-hmm. Like no, and even Drew Holiday, like Drew Holiday's great. You don't expect him to score, you know, twenty five a game. You know, you don't expect him to hit your big shots at the end of the game. Right. You expect him to play defense. Mm-hmm. Get a couple buckets and be a facilitator. And that's what he was. The I, what sucked is that, like we we literally had Giannis on the sideline, gassed mm-hmm. because we were defending him so well and he still had 40 it's like what are you supposed to do against this guy looking i just pulled up like the last three games it's actually unbelievable how good his stat line is no and, and the fact that they lost one of those games is even more surprising his stat lines have been this good against a team that we just saw kd couldn't score he couldn't buy a bucket against him mm-hmm. so like the, he's def- he's on a new level and the, I, I i will say it also sucks when the officiating was fine. It was fine this game. I'll yep. <laughs> it was fine. So that always blows. Uh, and what, what happened good is, officiating blows because no blows when you don't excuse. Yeah, no. Fair and square. Yeah. But I will say, 
you could talk about how the Bucks had six more free throws because at the end of the game, the last five minutes, I think it was like seven free throws, just attempts to mm-hmm. like two. They did, the last quarter, they stopped being aggressive. They stopped doing everything that was working the whole game. Right. And that's like, I was just waiting for that timeout where e- Adoko is just yelling at them. Like, where mm-hmm. I don't know where it was to spark this team. And I don't know. I, I, I hope I hope they get back. I guess I guess Al Horford needs to score some more points. I guess we have to rely on him now, but I don't know. I'm not like luckily this is not the seventy sixers, which we'll get to later. My team's not in the disaster point. They'll be fine even if they lose this game, but let's yeah, let's be positive. Yeah, positive for, vibes for a second. You gotta love the underdog mentality now. Now you're going on the road. You just lost a terrible game at home. Everybody's probably written them off saying, you know, Milwaukee game six at home. They're the defending champs. Like, series is over, right? Yeah. All yeah. you got to do is steal one. That, no, and that's the thing. It's like if we steal this one, there's a very, like, there's a very good chance that, mm-hmm. like, I mean, game seven, anything can happen. Uh, and my, I think what I saw on Wednesday night, I just saw the chance of a championship just like almost slip through my fingers. <laughs> I was like, this is like the closest the Celtics team's been. Cause, mm-hmm. And even though they've made the conference finals, this this is the hardest team they, I feel like they've faced in the, in the playoffs. The whole mm-hmm. Jason and Jalen well, era. And the, the conference finals they made, like, you yeah. hadn't known that that team wasn't going to win. No, and it was... And even if they did make it, it was like, oh, they'd face the Warriors and get swept. Just like, like they, mm-hmm. you know, they made the conference finals against, uh, the, it was in the bubble. They lost Miami. They weren't going to beat LeBron. Uh, and then what? They they lost to they LeBron. Lost to LeBron. Yeah. And weren't, they weren't going to beat the Warriors. Series. Yeah. And you're right. I, th- I think the underdog mentality might be a good thing for this team. Because mm-hmm. maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe like this, you know, they won game, uh, they won game five. They're they're all pumping their chest, and that's probably what happened towards the end. Like they're probably like, oh, we've done this before. We can just keep it keep it going. Uh, so, you know, it it the series will end when two. That, that what's nice about the series is the series will end when a team wins two games in a row. That's right. how it's been. Yeah. So, whether it's tonight or it's the Celtics winning two games in a row, it's gonna be one of those teams wins two games in a row and it's over. Well, and they're like they've done it before too. Their backs were against the wall in Game Four. Like if they lose Game Four and go down three one, it's over. Yeah. So here's another one where it's like they're actually done if they lose. But you know, we saw the the clutch performance before. Mm-hmm. After and again, I did see a little stat that popped up after the game ended that did say the Celtics have you know this means nothing, but they have historically the most comebacks from three two ever. So that's kind of cool. It's probably because they've played in the most series ever. Yeah, that's probably also true. You're right. But this uh it's gonna be fun. Tonight's gonna be fun. I just hope like it'll be fun the right word. Stressful. No, you're right. Fun for for non fans. Yeah, it's fun. It's gonna be fun for non fans. It's gonna be awful for me. Uh I just hope it's not like this I could also see this where it's like they just come out flat and the books just roll them. If that Possible. happens, I'll really just be I'll be in I'll be in real shame. Well, it, at least it won't like Yeah, true. It won't hurt you and die when they lose yeah. and they blow another 6-point lead with a minute left. All right. All right. Uh so you want to get to your your tonight until we move uh, on to the other Yeah, games. we can 
We can do it now. All right. Game five was rough. Because did you see what happened? I did not. They they got up three nothing. They're up Ooh. three nothing, mid second period. I was I went out for the game, so I was watching. And everybody was like just feeling themselves, and then one goal by Florida changed everything. And by the end of the second period, it's already tied three three. And they just they literally could not do anything offensively the rest of the game. <clears throat> it was little like. You say it's a tale of two halves. This game, literally, probably around the 10-minute mark in the second period, completely shifted. Like, the first it's... 30 minutes, Florida could do nothing. The Cavs were scoring at will, basically. E.J. Oshie was having an incredible game. And then one little turnover, one giveaway, they turned it into a goal, and they just got pummeled the rest of the game. You explain... And that's that problem with playing a uh, team that's so much better than you is that you almost have to play a perfect game because mm-hmm. if you let them get any sort of momentum, like they're just going to run you out of the building. Yeah. And when you, you just said Taylor two halves, you can literally see, like you could see the split when you just look at the, the game log for each quarter. It, like it goes first quarter, one point capitals, second quarter, two point capitals, and then all of a sudden three point Panthers. And then mm-hmm. third is three, two point Panthers. So like that, it tail, you're right. Taylor two halves. The, uh, so what are the keys to this game? They got to come out hot. They got to play a full 60 minutes. They have to play a perfect game. Like, that's <laughs> I. That's a tough thing to ask for. But they have to come out strong, take advantage of the crowd. Yeah, I will be in the building. I've announced it on Twitter. Hey, congrats on PFT liking your tweet. Yeah, that was that pretty, was pretty cool. sweet. Um, I think he'll be up against the glass. They have some sort of bet. Um. But I'll be there, section 432, come say hi, you're there. <laughs> but, yeah, they have to come out strong, take advantage of the crowd. Samsonov has to play like he did in game three and four. And, yeah, they got to keep killing penalties, keep scoring on the power play. How's a, a little bit of luck. How's Ovechkin been this playoffs? I see last game, four shots on goals, zero goals. Yeah, he hasn't put up huge numbers. I think he has one or two goals this series. This year, has he been... I know he's older and almost retired. Has he been showing age? No. No? I mean, he's less... He's marginally less dominant than he used to be, but he still scores at will. And he's physical, too. Which you'd think, at his age, that would slow down, but it hasn't. How old is he now? He is... 35? 36. How, uh... How long do hockey players normally go? Ends. I mean, I mean, Yager played till he was like seventy. So damn. And nowadays, active, but he's like forty-three, I think. Nowadays, it's like the the atmosphere for athletes have just changed. Like, who knows when he might retire at forty-six? You know, forty-five. Like you never mm-hmm. know. With yeah, these- hockey players surprisingly play like late into their thirties. The best ones, at least. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just talking about in general for all sports now. Like we're we're mm-hmm. seeing lengths that we've never seen any any players play in any situation. Right. But like the the tides are turning where he's not you know, he's not a top 5 in the league anymore. Yeah. And that's that's to be expected. Mhm. Oh. Yeah, but the the game's getting a lot faster. More young guys that are coming in and 
Panthers are younger and faster. So even if you win this one, you're in Florida for Game Seven. Would there be it? Would, oh, wouldn't you're you're shaking your head, not worried. not worried. So you're thinking if you win this one, you're running the table. I well, the whole series, I've just been thinking back to the year they won the cup and they played in Tampa, and it was it wasn't the same situation because that Caps team was a lot better than this one. But they're playing the best team in hockey. They get up, they win the first two. In Tampa, they are up 2-1 in the series. Tampa wins games 3, 4, and 5. We're yeah. like, all right, like this is probably it. Come back to Washington for game 6, and the Caps blank them. It's like 3 nothing, I think. And then game 7, they beat them 4 nothing. So, I don't know. They've been here before. Like, I doubt Ovi and Backstrom and Oshi are sitting there like, oh, no, like, be playing nervous tonight. They're not at all. I think pressure still on the Panthers. They don't want to see a game 7. They've already had That's more work put out for them in this series than they expected. Yeah, the they fact that you're here, team. the fact that you're here is uh, a detriment to you know it's a detriment to the Panthers. The yeah. fact that it's Game Six right now, it shouldn't be. It should be mm-hmm. if if it's actually you know it's what a one and eight seed. It should be should be close to a mm-hmm. sweep or in five. And at the end of the day, they've had two pretty miserable losses in a row. There's no way it happens again, right? <laughs> Like so, at least if at least if they lose, it'll be like it'll be a hard game to watch, but it won't be as heartbreaking. It'll probably just be like depressing. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's another silver lining. Yeah, I don't know. This team—they've done it before. They've just when you think you can't get your heart broken again, <laughs> they do it to you. All right, so big nights for both of us. Uh, let's get to our our schedule now. Now that we're ta- done talking about our, our big nights, uh, the schedule release, you said just to mention, what is, I don't understand, who is sitting there at 8 p.m. like, man, schedule release comes, or, or uh, you know, they're like it's like 7.30, they're like, get your popcorn ready, turn on NFL Network in 30 minutes, the schedule is dropping. Like, Every I lo- NFL, like, social media, I know, like, the commanders are posting, we're posting stuff on Monday that was like, Schedule waking up on a regular week. Monday and then yeah. like waking up on Monday morning of schedule release week. I was like, seriously? Like, I'm curious. I glanced yeah. at it. No, like, and oh, interesting. It'll be cool if I, I had. It. It'd be cool if I had a ton of money and I could go to all the games. Then I'd be. <laughs> then I'd be. Then I'd be waking up on Monday morning. You know, ooh, schedule release drop. But we still have half the summer to go. No one's like. We're still. We're talking about basketball now. Like I don't know. Yeah. No one's like licking their lips for the NFL schedule. And we already knew the opponents they were playing. So if you wanted to predict records, you could That's still do That's the part that. that makes it so ridiculous. And people yeah. are saying, like, oh, like this team has a tough schedule. This team doesn't. It's like, we've we known know. this. Yeah, we've known this. We literally knew the second that the season ended. Yes. Who you were playing. So, like, if they did it, if they did it where they didn't tell you who they were playing, and it's all on a map, it's all on a mathematical system, by the way. It's mm-hmm. all on whoever, wherever you place in the division. And then it's a rotation of what divisions you play. Right. And now with the 17th game, it's like, I think they just throw in some random NFC or AFC it's, game. No, I think you get another get another out-of-conference game. Yeah, I know I you get an out-of-conference It's determined game. by your place in the division, I think. I don't know how they pick the division. I guess that rotates, too. That's weird. Uh, and that just, I guess that just throws another wrench into it. But, mm-hmm. and they do it, they, like, the people who make them, they do a lot of work on it. Like I'm not mm-hmm. playing. Like that's that's fine. I just don't. I just don't care. 
Well, you do care about the revenge games, I thought. That that is only because of how much they're advertising it. Revenge <laughs> games, revenge games. I love the just seeing like Carson Wentz's face on the commanders. Just says, revenge games. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's like, an automatic dub already. <laughs> Any revenge game. Look, they make them. They make them look so pissed in the pictures too. Oh yeah. Like look at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's thrown for four hundred yards that game. He has to, right? He has this is to. They, this is a primetime game, too. They put this in the 4 o'clock slot. Oh, America's Game of the, the Week. It, it America's Game of the Week. 425? That probably is, because neither of those teams play 4 o'clock games um, for the most part. So I uh, was looking at all, like, the they, – they showed a post of, like, all the, the most – most teams with the most primetime games. And they – so I was like, oh, cool, the Pats have five. It's the most in the league. And then I realized, like, like nine other teams have – all these teams all have five times. It's like, all right, yeah. so it's really not that impressive. And yeah. that's like – When I did see that, I saw the Steelers in there, and I was like, are we really going to do this we again? Have like, we, not, we have to watch Mitch. We have to watch Mitch. we not remember last year how the Steelers were in primetime every week, and every week we were like, can we please stop watching this team? Also, it's been like three years where they put the Browns on every primetime game because they think mm. they're going to be good, and now the Browns are going to be great, and they're not on all the primetime games. <laughs> We've watched the past three years of all these shitty Browns teams that we watch every Monday and Sunday mm-hmm. night, and now we're not going to see them. Do you think it's because of Watson? They don't want to publicize Do you think them. Taking a stand, I don't know. That'd be the first, Could though. Be. That would be the first in the NFL. When yeah. have they ever cared about any of this crap? So, know. I mean, it could be. That's a good point, but there's there's no. I way. Uh, I kind of thought that the Commanders would get a Sunday night game just with the name change. I figured that would be like they didn't get any. They love to do side stories. No, I think they have a Monday and a Thursday, which is fine with me because they never go well. But I, I know they'd love to do side stories on Sunday night games. So get Bob Costas up there talking about Dan Snyder. Yeah, I feel uh, like that'd be – and also that. you're now changing the name and people already are having questions about it. I feel like that would be a perfect spot to put him in. Put him in prime time, yeah. let people get used to him. Hell, maybe make it like week one or two. I feel like that would have made, they, uh, made sense. Their they're Thursday night games against the Bears. Oof. Which, like, I don't know. I haven't looked at the full Thursday night schedule yet, but if that's well, one of the games I on there, look it up now, just cause it's, it can't be good. The I was looking at the commander schedule. They might like they might start pretty well. They get the yeah the Jags and the Lions. Yeah, and then the and Eagles. Philly, which, I think. Yeah, Jags, Lions, Philly, and then I think Dallas afterwards. All right, let's see the Thursday night football schedule. All right. Okay, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. No, no, yeah. Chiefs, Chargers, good. Steelers, Browns, Dolphins, Bengals, waste. Colts, Broncos, I have no interest hey, in Dolphins, that. Bengals, that could be good. Eh, I don't know. I ah, week 16, there it is. Jaguars, Jets, beautiful. Oh, that's lovely. Where's Jags, Titans? It's been too long. Exactly. It's been way too long without Jags, Titans. Oh, pef, dude, week 10 is going to be a snoo. You could, you could skip that week. Falcons, oh, Panthers. Hell, you could skip the week before, too. Eagles, Eagles Texans. Texans. Ugh. Ra- Ravens, Buccaneers is going to be sick, though. That would be a good game. Yeah. Saints, Cardinals well, That's what they'll good. do, because every year 
we and we're already now talking about the schedule, even though we said we weren't going to. But um, every year they'll give you like a couple Thursday night games, and you'll be like, oh, like Thursday night football is coming around now. We got some good matchups. Then boom, Panthers Falcons. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and <laughs> Niners Seahawks is going to be bad. That's a sneaky bad game. Se- mm-hmm. Seahawks Niners because that's that's I a game like that the Seahawks will win. I feel like both those teams are bad. I don't think the Niners are that good. Like they have a good roster, I guess, but they did you not see all the reports about how they hate Trey Lance? I didn't see that. But they have Jimmy G still. That's true. Yeah, Jimmy. Um, I I think I might completely reverse my Niners take this year. I might be all in on them. You're all in on Jimmy now? I might be. <laughs> are you gonna be are you gonna be mad if Wentz sucks and Jimmy's great again? We're not great again, but wins games. I mean I'll be mad if Wentz sucks regardless. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. I take Jimmy G over Wentz, I think. So, looking at the, uh, I guess looking at the Thursday night, why do the Titans get, they get two? They get two games? That's... Seems a little unfair. Thursday night Titans are... Thursday night Titans. And none of them are versus the Jags? Neither of them are versus the Jaguars? Dude, week 17, Jags-Titans Thursday night would have been a treat. That would have been just a (laughs) gift. It would have been an absolute gift. (laughs) <laughs> six and ten going up against four and twelve. Oh, it would have been awesome it really would have like it would and you know they would have advertised it in the draft yeah they, they'd be advertising it like oh afc south matchup tight jacks thursday night football i'd be all in yep you know this is this is why the nfl does the things they do because we just talked about how we don't care about the schedule drop and then we just talked about it for five minutes because people yeah people love the nfl and I asked my dad, I was like, oh, like, why are they even doing a, a, a show for the schedule release? And he goes, because people are going to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then there's, a, there's a guy on DC Radio, shout out to Kevin Sheehan, who will do a mock schedule every year. Oh, like I saw a couple of those. Release. I saw a couple of those. The, the mock, mock schedule. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's if, so fun. If we're ever doing a mock schedule on the pod, <laughs> someone come in our rooms and shoot us, please. <laughs> it should not be allowed. All right, let's uh let's move on to some uh some other NBA games and NHL games that aren't our teams. And let's see, where do you want to start first? Yeah, let's start with the Sixers. They just got eliminated. If you're if I'm a Sixers fan, yikes, yikes indeed. If I'm a Sixers fan, I don't know what I don't even know what I want my team to do. I don't know either, because you're in a spot where like you're not blowing it up. No, you have like. I don't know. I've heard like I asked some Philly fans. I said like, "Oh, like what do you want? They they want Tobias Harris gone. For who? Who the hell's going to want Tobias Harris? Uh they want hard they and like I guess they're fine with the Harden extension. Mm, I don't know. That's not what I've seen. I mean, may, not for max money. I've heard not for max money, but he's going to want max money. He's going to probably get max money. If he gets yeah, it's tough because like you make the trade and you're like now you have to pay him we're gonna have him for a while because mm-hmm. we made the trade but i don't know because now you've traded for a shell of him yeah and they uh and it's it's bad when your teammates telling him that like he's a shell of himself that joel he's always been you know he's always been talking to the media just about his opinion he called out ben simmons last year he can't do this every year is he next year if they get another teammate? He's like, oh, he sucks too. Like Jesus. The I mean, I like good for him. Seriously, 
like has Harden ever had someone to be like to like put him in his place? Yeah, you have a good point. The uh, it's funny when you think about it. This isn't one of the worst Harden playoff games ever. I don't even think it's top like three. Harden's been so bad in the playoffs that this one looks like this one looks fine. <laughs> yeah. Eh, I don't know about that. I Maybe mean, not he, fine. He gave up in the second line? half. He got 11 and 9. No, his second half, he went 0 for 2 and stopped shooting. He literally gave up on the team. When it was a close game, too. So yeah, They only lost by 9, right? Yeah. I like The the other thing you got to think about if you're a Sixers fan is Georgie Yang, Thibel, Korsnaz, uh, B-Ball Paul. Like, these guys are not NBA players. <laughs> these guys are not NBA players on actual teams that need them. Right. Like, Thibel has just earned himself out of the rotation because he can't score for shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were literally relying on Shake Milton. They're like, all right, Shake Milton time. That's what we're relying on. And you know Doc's getting fired. That's an easy right. Did you see Doc, like, in the press conference was, like, trying to defend himself? He's like, well, no one expected us to be here anyway. <laughs> like, That's not true. It's like, actually, when you traded for Harden, you expected to go <laughs> to the finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. You see, he loved his job. He said he loves his job, though. Good for he loves his job. Sure, he does. Basically, at the podium, begging not to get fired. Yeah, (laughs) please don't fire me. Yeah, right time. So I mean, I, I guess, what we didn't answer this. What what would you do if you're the Sixers? I you gotta see a full season of it. I think. Ugh. Ugh. But, like, yeah, I mean, Ugh. are you that quick to blow it up? I would be, personally. I mean, like, you've got, like, Embiid's not going anywhere. I think he but, like, not Philly. blow it up. I mean, like, as in blow it up, I guess it would just be trying to get rid of Harris. Danny Green needs a replacement. Uh, a retool. Yeah, a retool. Like, I, I try to, basically, besides Maxi, Embiid, and I guess if you want to keep Harden, because Harden, if you get the good players around him, He'll be able to facilitate. He'll be able to pass, and he'll be able to get open shots and make the open shots. But he's not like he can't create the shot like he used to, and he just doesn't ha- like. Clearly, this is now year three of he doesn't have the effort to do it. Right. He just doesn't. I mean, have yeah, the it's very possible that he will never work with Embiid. No, it and it is. We've had a decent sample size at this point. Yeah, and when I they both looked right, you made the trade though. No, you got to like, stick with your guns. at least. Yeah. No, nah, and after half a season, you can't. Uh, you're right. You got to stick with your gun. So you made that trade because you thought it was going to be the best move. But like also, if he's commanding max money, like that money can go elsewhere. So it's funny. With the NBA, it's like most of the time the money can't go elsewhere. Most of the time it's like – Like most of the time it, they're over the salary cap and they have like the bird rights and they can sign them and – like with Kyrie Irving, if they don't, if they let him walk, they don't get that money back. Mm. It's it's either you pay him or you don't have the money, and right. I think I don't know what the the seventy six or salary cap is. Looking at this freaking team, it can't be that bad. But knowing Especially NBA if teams, you move on from Harris too. Yeah, if you move on from Harris, you get a lot of a lot of points there, and. What that's it's funny. What I'm excited about is we have until we have like a month until the season's over, and mm-hmm. within that month, we might be talking about this damn 
trades teams every podcast with rumors and crap and oh what they can get for Harden or what they can get for Tobias Harris. Yeah. And you know that's what that's what I think is fun about the NBA. But the, okay, so it's going to be exhausting. I'm looking at their cap now. Harris and Harden account for forty eight percent of their cap, Oof. and both of them are free agents. Oh, Harris is done so, after this. Yeah, they have bird rights on him. Oh, okay. Because if he's done, so I guess that means he could. Yeah. Oh no, it says he's a UDFA in uh twenty twenty four. I don't know why you're looking at that. Maybe he has a. Does he have a Cash player? Remaining... Oh, never mind. That's two years. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I think they're stuck with him for a little bit. And yeah. I they you have to trade him. There's no way you can run it back with Tobias. And the reason is, like, Tobias has been on this team. You know that he's not mm-hmm. he's not gonna be that guy. My question is, who's wants to take thirty seven and thirty nine million of Tobias Harris? Right. And I'm sure you'll find yeah, some really some team that will you, you might even have to like give up a pick to move him, and that's the thing they they traded two. You can only trade in the NBA a pick every other year, and they've mm-hmm. already traded two picks to the Brooklyn Nets for James Harden. So they're gonna have to trade like twenty twenty seven picks and twenty twenty nine picks, which teams right. will find valuable. I mean, you know, OKC will love they'll take those, <laughs> but uh, it will eat up that Tobias Harris salary. I hope they don't. I need I need a. The OKC Thunder to actually start, like stop their rebuild for a second because they have Shea. I mean, and they have is a good enough player to like help you win games. It's not like he's like a waste of space. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, I think Tobias Harris is a very valuable NBA player. You're right. He's valuable. He's just not. He's not. He's not valuable for the contract. And you always look at like why he's still on the team. It's because they chose him over Jimmy Butler. You see Jimmy's comments like, after it, after the no. game. So Jimmy Butler walking to the locker room, screams out, "They picked effing Tobias Harris over me!" And then in the press conference, was like, "I would have stayed." He says, "I love Miami, yeah. but I would have stayed." Philly. Yeah, he said, "I love the team," and he goes, "I love Joel. Like I would have. He's gonna be and he was a, a perfect dog. fit there." Joel also came out afterwards and said, "I have no idea why we let him go." I saw. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're, it, it will forever be like a, a what if scenario. Oh yeah, if they chose like him that over... team, that was the year that they lost to the Raptors, right? Mm-hmm. Butler was still on that team. Yeah, I mean, you were one game away from going to the conference finals and beating the champs. Right. So, I don't know. That will never make sense to me. Who did they play in that conference finals? The Raptors. I'm trying to think about it right now. Bucks. Did they play the? Oh, they did play the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. So. So. Yeah, if you're like talk about salt in the wound, that all those Jimmy Butler comments is just mm-hmm. piles of salt in the, yep. the 76ers. It's in their mouth, actually, not even in the wound, just down their throat. Uh, well, I mean, I'm glad this. I'm glad that series is over. I was tired of watching these Sixers flop around. So, <laughs> the Heat. Are we like? Are we sure they're great? I know they're good. Are we sure they're great? No. I just think, like, yes, I love Jimmy Butler. We just talked about him. I just don't think he's a one. I don't one. like watching them play. Why do you say that? Just curious. I don't know. It's not that entertaining. Yeah, I mean, defensive oriented, uh, wing wing players. They're not. It's like, and they don't have, they don't have that guy. You know, 
Like Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler can get you 35. I'm not expecting him to get 45 or 50. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see the Celtics play them next round. But the other game that happened, this was yeah Wednesday, two nights ago. The Grizzlies aren't done. I, the Warriors are broken. I think. I don't know what happened. Like this was my finals team. That was like an inexcusable game. Like teams don't win championships and then look back and be like, "Yeah, we thought we were done after we lost by 50." <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> I, that game changes everything the way that I look at them. Because I was like, "Oh, they had a, a bad game the other night and still won." This was beyond awful. Yeah, they sucked. Like it wasn't close ever. No, they torched. Yeah, they got absolutely swalloped, and I don't know. Like I, because it's, it's it was so bad. I didn't watch the game. So I don't know if it was because they couldn't – it looks like they were hitting, you know, 35%, and I guess 35 is low for them. But they're hitting they 40 percent of shots. They gave up like 77 points in the first half. Yeah. And then gave up 42 more in the third quarter. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Until they, Memphis finally called the dogs off. And I think this is the way to beat Golden State. They don't have – they have Draymond, but if you look at their perimeter defense – it's Steph Curry and old Klay Thompson. If this was young Klay yeah. Thompson, it'd be fine. If he was healthy and he still had his step. But defensively, he's just not the same as he was. So mm-hmm. they need to find, like they, and Jordan Poole, he's not very good a, a perimeter defender either. So they need to find players that can play on this, uh, you know, on the perimeter. And finally, finally we got to see a team just use a center against them. How about we just like they had Steven Adams this whole time. Yeah, that's back. Yeah, he was getting Love boards. That. He was getting a, I mean, he only had 7 points, but he was getting those boards and they yeah, needed you don't him. need him to score points. No, why presence. would you? They had 55 rebounds to 37 and 18 offensive rebounds. That that alone, that wins you a game. Yeah. Well, the craziest thing about it is they scored 134 points and the highest scorers on the team were getting 21. Yeah. And you never see that in today's NBA. No, you think you see 134, you see this blowout, and you think, oh, and that's because Jaw's not here. You think, oh, Jaw got 50 or something. Right. But it's all the rest of the team. I'm excited to see where this Memphis team goes over the offseason because mm-hmm. that I think they'll get, I think they'll lose the next game. The, the hope, yeah, I mean, probably. Let's hope, you know, this could get, this could get ugly for the Warriors if they don't, but uh, they'll probably get, most likely get bounced next game. And then, mm-hmm. A three to a three to one trade's coming. They got to get Ja just another star. They have all these good players on the roster, and they can't play all of them. So you got to just package a couple of them up for, uh, you know, for Ja's second star. Yeah, I don't know though. Like, it, depending on how the rest of this series goes, like, would it be the worst thing in the world for them to just say, "All right, we have the depth. Let's run it back." No, and like, I guess look at the teams that are that we have high expectations for and are getting bounced like the Sixers and the Nets, like they have the stars. They made the moves for the stars. They have no depth. So when the stars don't show up, like they have no chance. I think these guys uh, like, yeah, they're dogs they're guys that can come in and get you buckets. Yeah. I just think what happens, you know, what happens when they, when they can't get you buckets and you don't have that mm. star to defer to, that's, why every time Ja plays a game, he thinks he has to score 50 to win. Mm-hmm. And 
I just think eventually he's going to get himself hurt trying to do that. So yeah. you try to oh, get another guy yeah. to put the – yeah, no, he did get himself hurt for doing that. But you try to get the second star to try to put the pressure off of him a little bit because, I don't know, I this could just be this could just be me. And I don't know – of course, I don't know what John, John Moran thinks. But mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he, you know, he trusts these guys every game. Yeah, he doesn't. So that's – I think that would be the reason why you do trade for another star. But you have a good point. Mm-hmm. The – Teams they need depth, and that's what we've seen all all playoffs. But we've also seen teams cut down on their rotation. Right. Like the Celtics are playing like seven guys max, so or eight guys max. And earlier in the playoffs against the Nets, they were playing like six or seven. So it right. could go either way. I'm not sure. I I just think it's like such a star driven league that they probably they probably need a second one. Yeah, no, that's true. All right. Best game, best words in sports, Chris. Game seven. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. We, we, uh, this is going to be a great one. Because of what we said, what, not two pods ago, Luca could just get you, like, this, this game, even though it's in Arizona, or, yeah, in Arizona, he could just drop 50. Mm-hmm. He, he can just do mm-hmm. whatever he wants. He is just pulling out these tricks. You see his spin step back three? Yeah. That was insane. Like that, he's becoming the player we're all expecting him to be, mm-hmm. and I'm excited for it. That's he's averaging the most out of anyone in the playoffs ever in his career. Yeah, I mean, off Luca is becoming like what you expect your stars to do in the playoffs. Yeah, like for all the praise he's gotten, and then not really doing anything in the playoffs. Like he looks good, but they don't win. They're winning now, and they are like having the opportunity to, in one game, beat the team with the best record in the regular season is huge for him and, ter- and them in terms of, like, their development as a team. Like, even if they lose this game, which I'm not convinced that they will. Yeah, it could go either way. Is, they, they need another piece, I still feel like. They could win the finals this year. But That's I the think thing. they still need another piece. It's funny. Now with the Sixers gone and the Grizzlies soon to be gone, any one of these teams can win the finals. Mm-hmm. Any one of them, and even the the Mavericks, who have no depth and not a second star. We we've been talking about it the whole time. Their guys aren't good enough, but here they are. Here they are. And my question is: is is game is this going to be the Chris Paul game? It has to be, right? He better has show to show. Up. He has to show up at you some point. Show up. <laughs> it's been like four games now where he hasn't shown up. Yeah. So. If I'm Chris Paul, I'm sweating buckets. Yeah. And I just think it's funny. Like, you look at the last two games, 80 to 110, Mavericks lose. And then immediately the next game, 86 to 113, Mavericks win. Mm-hmm. It's like, it could go in any sort of direction. Well, home court advantage has been bigger in this series than it has in any other series. No, it's been 100. It's, yeah, it's been exactly what these teams have needed. Yeah. Like, the Heat Sixer series was going that way until last night. And he, I guess, got sick. They just thought they they want to stop toying with him. Yeah. (laughs) But, and I guess in Phoenix, Chris Paul has been. uh, Let's let's look at his his. He's been alright. Like he's been good. He's been good in Phoenix. So, hopefully, like for Chris Paul's sake, I mean, hopefully he can he can pull back up, or else, I like think about it. He scores another ten lousy ten points. He's going down. This another massive choke job for him. 
Yep, just add it to the list. Have you seen the uh, the rivalry, the new brewing rivalry between <sighs> Booker and Luca? Booker, I hope Booker knows that he's not in the same realm as Luca. I hope Booker knows that he was nowhere without Chris Paul. Yeah, I know. This team was garbage. He's he's been in the league for what, like six years now, and was on a a, a lottery team for seven of the or for sorry yeah. for five of those six years. Like he was scoring seventy a game, and they were getting beat by twenty. Yeah. So oh, obviously not more than once, but yeah. games like that where. That team was, you're right, like literally nothing. He was a great player, but he wasn't getting them anywhere. No, he wasn't getting them anywhere. And that was the uh, that was the, the, the bash on him. You know, he couldn't, oh, he's great. He scores all these points, but he can't, he can't bring up a team. And we've now seen the team be brought up, but it's not because of him. It's because of Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. So the fact that he even has the balls to chirp at Luka when I saw like, it was like Luka versus uh Booker first four years and it shows like Luca like all NBA three times all all star three times and made it to the second round of the playoffs like three times and then Booker zero 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 yeah right <laughs> like get out of here man. yeah like if you put Luca on if you traded Luca straight up for Devin Booker like the Suns win the finals last year oh and they yeah huge favorite this year yeah so I don't even want like. It's not even a conversation. No, it really isn't. And or either or if you put Chris Paul on the maps, yeah, and give the Suns they can take Dinwiddie or whatever, like the Mavs win the finals. I agree. The and it's just all right. Like we don't we already have enough. We don't need to fake up. We don't need to make up this fake rivalry. Like we have enough already. Mm-hmm. Like we have the Trey Young stuff, the Bucks, Celtics right now. Like we have enough. We don't need to. You guys don't need to be calling each other pussies on the sideline. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I like how Luca just comes back at him though. Like mm-hmm. Booker, like stole the ball out of his hand on a dead ball, and he was just like, "What?" Was, you know who does that? Jake Paul does that. Like that's such he a gotcha childish hat. Gotcha thing. Gotcha hat. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that's was the immediate image in my head, which is don't think it's like, God, <laughs> dude, like seriously. No, and that's what Luca said. He was like, "Oh, like you actually gonna do that? Like yeah. we're in the playoffs here. Like be a professional." Yeah. Somebody hit somebody. That's what I want to see. And it's a rivalry. It's not a yeah. rivalry until a punch is thrown. That's true. That's true. I it's funny. I will always be on the Luca side of this. I don't know why I've mm. never been a, a Booker guy. I used to like Booker a lot, but recently I feel like he's just getting too overrated. Oh yeah, everyone talks to him like he's a, you know, top five player. Yeah, it's just not true. Oh, what is this? All right, I want to see. I just looked up. I just like clicked on his name. I want to see if there's any other things that come out. Oh, yeah, him and Kendall Jenner officially break up, question mark? Let's get out of here, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Is Devin Booker full black? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not, actually. He has uh, Mexican and Puerto Rican descent. Good for for him. Thanks, Google. Thanks, Google, for that one. (laughs) All right. Uh, Any other? I think we hit all of them. They're great series so far. If you say you don't like the NBA, like, you're just not watching it. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I gotta say. You're just not watching it, so there there's more drama this year, and I feel like there has been in a while. Because the games have been closer in every it, series. It's not, yeah, because it's not like oh, it's not this overlying. Oh, LeBron's just gonna win it all. Mm-hmm. So when that gets out of the picture, or Warriors are gonna win it all because they've been struggling mm-hmm. too. So when you get that out of the picture, all of a sudden it's like oh, these are what good series are like again. 
Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't LeBron sweeping the one seed Raptors off uh, horse shots at the end. That was yeah. that was so funny. <laughs> that was <laughs> hilarious. But uh, yeah. So if you are uh, if you're not a fan of the NBA, you're simply just not watching the games and missing out. All right. Did you want to cover any other NHL stuff before uh, before we move on? Uh, Crosby got hurt. The Penguins. Oh. Which could be huge. Uh, he's not going to play in game six. So keep an eye on that one because they were up 3-1. They dropped game five in New York. So if they lose tonight at home, then they could be in some trouble. Which... That'd, be like, that'd be almost like a capital oh, victory. My... Yeah, that'd be almost like a capital <laughs> <laughs> um, But there's – I'm pumped for tomorrow. Two game sevens. Three. Game Three sevens. game sevens. I see that, yeah. Austin, Carolina, Edmonton, L.A., and Toronto, uh, Tampa. It's if you funny. want, if you want to take my parlay, Lightning, Hurricanes, Oilers, that's the parlay. Noted. It's funny. I think it's like plus four hundred. They got. It's like almost too much. Too many game sevens because one starts at four thirty. It's like oh, but they're spread out. No, I know, I know. Like, so they it's have not like to. you have to go back and forth. No, and that's the point. But whenever you expect game seven, you never expect it at four thirty in the afternoon. But no, that's true. That, that's it's like almost a detriment to the NHL. But well, yeah, but then you got the one. The, I mean, the big one is the Tampa Toronto. That's, that's why it's at seven. Game, and that's yeah. at seven. Um, no, it makes sense yeah, how they did it. Got? I think Dallas Calgary probably goes seven. I think Penguins Rangers might go seven, and obviously, I think the Caps are going seven. So that could be. So this six weekend, game yeah, I was about to say this weekend. Round. This weekend could <laughs> be, be game seven weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, think- hockey, you see a lot more game sevens than you do in basketball, anyway. Because it's not as easy. And as hockey score, is especially like a game seven. You don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> Just the way that the puck bounces, like you don't know. Oh, it could bounce. Yeah, any way it bounces, it's it's gonna matter. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, did we cover everything? Do you have a college corner? I got, got the kid from Georgetown. Nice. Two uh, two DMV kids that Willard's already brought in. We have a backcourt now. So I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped about that. I should know his name. I apologize, Carry. Something Carry. We got a real quick. Looking at uh, the. Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Looking at the uh, the South Carolina guys. Maryland. They they got some Illinois transfer. You know who he is? Uh, Bosman Verdock. Verdock. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's a trooper. He's That's all I've heard. I like I looked. He's... He scores like he's one point, like one point. He's just like big and kind of uncoordinated, but he's big. Sounds like a lot of players. He cannot shoot. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like he'd be fit perfect in Columbia. <laughs> but I heard I he's a hustler, though. Yeah. Yeah. For Dom. No, he plays hard. That's good. That's what I want to see. That's all Boss I care man. about. Just want some, uh, some real, uh, it's real hustle, you know. And I think that's uh that's the newest guy we got. I don't know if there's there's anyone else. There's a uh, yeah, one point six points a game. Not really uh not very. And they high, they kind of stopped playing him down the stretch too because they had this other guy who looked similar. Uh, that's why what I was that guy's name? They literally had this guy who's like a carbon copy of him. That oh Hawkins Coleman Hawkins. And he's and only a sophomore. What I like, like is that he's almost he's only too. a sophomore. We've gotten a lot of guys that are like grad transfers and like 
old guys that you know will leave yeah. in a year no matter what. But I'm glad that it's he's a younger guy. We get to have yeah. you know hopefully we'll have, we'll have him for a couple of years. All right, that's my college corner. That's I'm stoked life. about Willard. Got three commits already. One from high school, two from the portal. So it's exciting. Laying the foundation. That's all that matters. I, I think they make the tournament this year. Oh. After that. Uh oh. They need depth, Uh-oh. but Uh oh. I think they make the tournament. <laughs> you just, That's not too much to ask for. You're just eyeing yourself up. Like just finish like seventh in the Big Ten. The Big Ten should be down this year. Hey, I want them to finish like seventh in the SEC. Like, come on. <laughs> I I'm trying here too. There's not, it, it's harder than you think. The uh I, I don't know. I like Sure. I guess I think I make the tournament. I don't think my team is coming close. I think they're going to be like the no, second so the worst team in the SEC. You guys are in trouble. Yeah, we're going to be awful. But I'll still be there. Year zero. Yeah, year zero. That, yeah, exactly. Year zero. That's all that matters. I think uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go to the games, and I have like an Oklahoma City like polo. I'm just going to go mm-hmm. and motivate them. I'll be like, I'm a scout. <laughs> you better, better play better. I have, we have a billion picks. We have a billion so. picks, so we might even pick you. So you better, you better hurry up. That'd be. Could you imagine everyone's in like South Carolina gear and there's just a kid on the sideline in the, in a OKC polo? Like, you, let's go. Wait, the only thing you need to be a scout, you need a, a water I, bottle and some dip. I might just be a baseball I, thing. I'll get but. some Zins. <laughs> nah, you need you need the real stuff. Oh, I'm not putting that shit. Some in. Copenhagen. No way. All right. Well, that does it. Hope everyone enjoyed. Do you wanna Let's, wait? Do you oh. wanna make some wise picks for week one? Oh, we're, all right, yeah. With yeah, the yeah. link, the yes. lines are up. All right, yeah, I'm 100 <laughs> percent down. This will be unofficial wise picks, but yeah, unofficial. Yeah, unofficial wise change. picks, oh. but wise picks for now. Let me let me uh, my uh, map up my three that I want. Oh, you should have said this earlier. We could have. I really wanted to do some research. It, well, I was looking at our sheet to see what we had left, and the link has always been there. So I was just like, oh, let's check out and see if they have the week one lines. And they do. All right. Well, let's then let's talk about what we're thinking about as we're as we're doing it. Okay. My I th- like the Ravens. I was just about to say Ravens jump minus right four and out. a half against. And it's week team. one. It's week one. Yeah. Lamar Ravens will throw week like one four is four touchdowns, and I'll say go for a running back. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so I loved. I also love the Ravens against a, a a promising Jets team, but still not good. Saints, my only minus three and a half. Woo, give me that any day of the week. Uh, Davis Mills plus seven and a half to the Colts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, Pat's minus three. Give me. Uh, Browns minus Harris. three and a half. Browns minus three and a half against the Panthers. It could be Baker revenge game by then, though. Revenge game just changes everything. <laughs> also, Chiefs minus three to the Cardinals, and Packers minus one and a half to the Vikings. What are we doing here? Oh no, Vikings! Vikings plus one and a half is a lock. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's May and I'm already hooked. That's my game of the year. Game of the year give me, already. Give me, give me the Vikings. I'd love it. It's funny, I even though love it. even though I'm not a big fan of the the tight this Titans team. Minus six and a half against the Giants is that's that is that is just like it's a hook. That's the hook. They're hooking me in. So I that one like big blue. Yeah, that one's gotta stay away. That one's a stay away from me. Because that it's one I'd fall seems like I fall into every time. Also, have you seen like these over unders? Saints Falcons is forty two. I guess that we've seen worse. Thirty three and a half for Raiders Jack. Oh wait, that's the never mind. That's, that's a whole thing. That's a whole fucking game. <laughs> uh Oh, what about what about Commanders minus four? 
<laughs> All right, I'm just like, that, that, that. I just Give me keep... the under. How about that? Under 45 and a half? Yeah, that's easy. Yes. Oh, Eagles minus four against the Lions. I like I like this promising Lions Crap. team. Okay, I was going to say. Oh, no, I was going to say a, a butt. I'd probably take the Eagles there. I don't, I don't know. know. Hey, of course, we that's, still have – That's uh, an over game too, I think. Over 46 an, and a half. An over game? I, I like that. that. Yeah. I think golf slings it around a little bit. Oh, and Hurts Hurt's got to use his new weapons too. Or just have some fun out there. Yeah. In Hutchinson's strip sack for a touchdown. All right, so I think my final wise picks would be Chiefs minus three, uh, Ravens minus four and a half, and then I'm going oh, you to... All right, I won't take, take the Ravens from me. All right, I won't take the Ravens from you then. Then I'll go Saints minus three and a half, and then I guess you go ahead then. Pick another one. Ravens minus four and a half, Texans plus seven and a half, and Vikings. And Vikings. Vikings always. <laughs> At that point, you might as well just get the money line, one and a half, but... Right. I'll take him plus one and a half because some dumb shit will happen. All right, I'm also gonna go. Oh, what's the uh, the Monday night games there? Broncos. Seahawks. I'll miss an extra point to tie the game. They'll lose twenty eight twenty seven. I'm gonna go. Uh, Broncos minus four. On Monday night. And... Oh, Monday night. Okay. Yeah. Broncos might, like revenge game. Russ is not gonna fool around. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's also it's September Russ. It's before he slumps. That's true. So I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. I like that's a decent Monday night game. Yeah, that's a good for one. week one. Only because it's only because it's Seahawks. Right. Russell yeah. Wilson, yeah. The Seahawks should be so bad. It'd be rough. All right. I think that does it. Go Celtics. Caps. All right. See everybody on Wednesday. <laughs>